It's an adaptation book film movie. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Small Constellation. Uh, this is Peaches Brittany, your host as ever. Um, so Nick came back from the dead. Hi, Nick. Hello. H- how are you feeling? I feel nothing. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? All right, guys, don't forget. Double tap. Double tap if you're in the room with Nick. <laughs> he, is, he is one with the void now. Um... Yeah, so that's pretty much everybody. Um, everybody worth mentioning. We're all here. Um, Evan, you have yet another game for us. You're just the games master, and that's what you. Sh- <laughs> that's what we're going to call you for now on. Oh, great! No pressure. I love it. Um, yeah. So this one, I mean, I didn't really put a whole lot of thought into this. I'm just, you know, paying attention to pop culture and adapting it to how I want it. So, just that's like all of our content. Like last week when we talked about uh, game uh, things that we didn't watch, or was that two weeks ago? <laughs> no, that was last week. That was last week where we talked about the the news things that none of us watched. <laughs> I don't know what this is, but I don't like it. Yeah, back in yeah. my day, <laughs> games were good. <laughs> Something like that. So yes, this game, for this one, I'm going to borrow from the currently very popular, very talked about uh, television series WandaVision that just finished uh, yesterday. Um, for those of you not, or for, for those of you listening at home, um, if you don't have Disney Plus, please go do it and, you know, go watch WandaVision and then go watch, you know, the 1997 Cinderella. Can't plug that enough. <laughs> <laughs> But so the basic premise of WandaVision, without giving away spoilers, because I get it, you know, we're just 24 hours past the series finale. Um, Wanda, we find Wanda trapped in what looks like the 1950s. You know, everything's black and white. She's in, you know, like a, a fancy dress and Vision pops up alive. And there's a lot of mystery, but, you know, it's but like, you know, 19. 19- 50s, 60s television, so there's hijinks and things. And as the show progresses, we move through different eras of television. Um, so they go from you know the 60s to you know the 70s and the 80s with like the Brady Bunch, and then into the 2000s with like Modern Family and The Office. So for this game, I want you to imagine that you yourself are trapped in some alternate reality where each day is themed after a different TV show. So pick three different TV shows that you would be okay with being trapped in. Um, the only hint, or not hint, the only rule is that they must be from different decades. So you can't just be like uh, Rugrats, Wild Thornberries, and Angry Beavers. And be done. <laughs> hey, just wait a second. I know, right? I mean like that. So anyone got any like easy ones right off the top of the head or should I go first? You should go first. Warm us up. Hmm? Oh, yeah, warm, warm yeah. up. Warm up. <laughs> oh, do you want all, do we, okay? Do you want to do all three at once, or you know, go one each round? Uh, let's know. let's let's do one at a time. Maybe. Okay, that's, that seems so, to work well for us. 
Gotcha. So I think my earliest show. So, you know, spending all the like a lot of summers at grandma's house, she didn't have cable for a long time. Um, so we watched a lot of like those older shows whenever we could catch them. So I think my first show would probably actually also be I Love Lucy because I watched a lot of that as a kid and I love like the Lucy. The, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I love like the you know the physical comedy of like you know they you know tripping over furniture and and Lucy's got to make some fancy lunch or fancy dinner for the boss and then accidentally you know almost burns the the house down and the classic you know Lucy you got some splaining to do is just an iconic television line and makes me laugh to this day whenever I hear it. Well, that so you'll you'll probably keep that as your catchphrase. I'm assuming. Got some explaining to do. Yes, <laughs> back, uh, back uh, when I worked at a youth shelter, actually, it just slipped out one time when, like, I just walked into a complete disaster, and the kid was just sitting there looking at me like, "I didn't do this," and I'm like, "Yes, you did." Like, what happened? So yeah, I love Lucy's my first one. Well, uh, my first pick probably has no explanation needed, but I'm going to go with I Dream of Jeannie. Um, Because, yeah, I probably grew up with a decent percentage of my childhood, maybe literally dreaming of Jeannie. So I'm going to go with (laughs) (laughs) Gross. I see, basically, I see no downside to that lifestyle. It's basically just like, oh, okay. So uh, I, I get to be like, I, I get to work at NASA. Uh, check. Uh, okay, cool. I've got a genie that's like granting basically all of these wishes. And you know what? I'll even take all the crazy hijinks. But uh, I mean, oh, oh, yeah. And, there, and there's the part where my genie is also like a 10. So cool. That works. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to go with Police Squad. Uh, so, Never heard of that one. But you probably have if you've ever seen the Naked Gun movies. Aha. Okay. So there was actually a short-lived TV show in the early 1980s. Uh, I believe the creators of this show were also like the creators of the movie Airplane. And so... This is probably one of the most absurd live action worlds you could possibly live in. One of the most classic lines from the show would be, uh, who are you and how did you get in here? And the response is, I'm a locksmith and I'm a locksmith. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Brandon or Jared? It's all you, Brandon. I'm trying to think of a <laughs> like an older one that I've probably watched a lot growing up. Uh, I mean, I just kind of went back kind of far because that show was on my mind. But if you can only think of something like the 80s or the early 90s, go for it. I will cop out and say Atla because it'd be cool. To, can can I can, can we do animated? Is animated okay? Yes, animated okay. is fair. Oh yeah. I'll do I'll do Last Airbender um, just because that would be fun to be able to, uh, well, do that. (laughs) Bend air. Ooh. Yeah. Which uh, element are you bending? Um, honestly, I think Earth would be the most useful. 
Oh, if I were to be by the most utilitarian, what in your heart <laughs> do you believe that you would bend, Brandon? I've I've not actually believe it or not. I don't know that I can consider myself a real um, avatar because I've never uh, um, fan because I've never taken any of those BuzzFeed <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, quizzes of which uh, element I would bend, but. Have you even really lived at that point? Come on, Brandon. I do think that the most, um, the people that have to, you know, the people that are the most crafty and cunning are the waterbenders. If you're good at it, because you have to have a water source to bend. You know, it's not like fire or air. Or, you know, it's not like you're standing on, you know, a big block of earth. I, I don't know. Blood bending was kind of a game changer with that one. Well, well, right. But, but you, you have to, you have to, you know, um, be, you know, creative as to yeah. where you can find water. You never have to pay for Viagra. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but you can only get it up on the full moon. <laughs> No, if you practice enough, you'll be True. fine. True. We still don't. Yeah, I guess that's that's valid. Okay, so running through my thought process, um, I was trying to think of like kind of like you, Evan, shows I watched growing up with my family, and I feel like the ones I could think of, they're all like I don't want to be stuck in that world. <laughs> <laughs> like bonanza yeah no thank you <laughs> i prefer to have pl- indoor plumbing um, <laughs> i almost said bonanza too <laughs> and then like perry mason and i was like yeah no thanks um so i might go a little bit earlier and if something comes on comes up to me later is it cheating if i say csi since i kind of already work in forensics <laughs> <laughs> Well, which, which, no, okay. (laughs) CSI Miami, so I can make some catchphrases all the time. Yeah. (laughs) Take my glasses off. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you don't already do that in your forensic line of work. I mean, I just assumed that was like the typical day for you. Only in court. And and you probably just shouted enhance a lot. uh, (laughs) Enhance. You know, that's a valid one. Oh, yeah. oh I miss the, the CSI days. Those, those are the good times. <laughs> I mean, I uh, wouldn't be lying if I didn't say they were somewhat responsible for sending me on my career path, um, at least getting me interested. But then once I found out how the science actually works, I still wasn't deterred. So, Yeah, that's good. Yes, I too was inspired by I Dream of Genie in my career path. I just <laughs> I just sit around thinking about what I wish for most of the day. <laughs> That's my job. Oh god. Yeah. CSI almost had me, um, but I wanted to be a medical examiner and I actually got to see the forensics lab here. Um Oh yeah. But I, I and but when I wanted to go look back at like the you know the, where they examine the bodies, they were like, Well, you can go back there but there's a body so and it was burned so one it's going to smell bad and two if the case goes to trial you're going to have to testify that you saw the body oh my gosh i was like yeah no thanks i'm good that's intense 
take your word for it. <laughs> I also wanted to be a medical examiner, but I was watching Forensic Files before I even knew what CSI was. Oh, yeah, yeah, Forensic File. Unsolved Mysteries, is. I didn't pick it for this game, but it's on my, like, uh, honorable mentions, even though it's, like, just a reality show of bad things that happen to people. <laughs> I mean, the the country could use a lot more qualified medical examiners. So, so you're thinking of coroner, which is anybody off the street can just be like, hey, you're a coroner now. No, no, no. I mean, we need qualified MEs yeah. to like actually do cause but, of death, especially with like drug overdoses and stuff. Anyway, but most, uh, most of the states just like eh, a coroner's good enough and yeah. they don't have any any minimum requirements for what a coroner is. So they just point at somebody and like you do it <laughs> and i think in some states it's an elected position too it can be yeah we definitely need the ones who like went to medical school <laughs> right more of them please <laughs> <laughs> so yes all our young listeners if you're listening to this go to med school and then become a medical examiner i sure don't hope we don't have many young listeners <laughs> <laughs> No, this is. I'm saying that for like retro, like retroactively when oh, we get okay. big okay. and people come back and look at <laughs> oh, the old catalog. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that has been a quick, short break from, uh, you know, our our pod. And now, uh, welcome back to Small Constellation, where we talk about video games. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Yeah, there's a video game about doing autopsies, right, Tyler? Doing surgeries and stuff? <laughs> there was a CSI video game. I played it. It's bad, but it's, it's there. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Surgery Simulator. Is that, is that what you were referencing there? Yeah. 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 I mean, most of them are autopsies at the end. <laughs> yeah. I mean. True. Oh God! Imagine Assassin's Creed. This is a tangent. We're not going to go down it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, second show. Whoever yes. remembers, Evan, go. <laughs> yeah, my second show. So we're going to bump up to uh, this show straddles the '80s and the '90s, but I think I'll count it as the '80s since that's where it started. Wait, let me. Let's ask. He's cheating. Do it. It's your game. Who cares? All right. Oh, yep. It does. Ooh, it's like half and half. It's like three seasons in the 80s and three seasons in the 90s. But we'll count it as the 80s because it's my game. I'll do what I want. This is America. Yeah. Um, but my <laughs> my second uh, second game or second show, sorry, second show um, is a different world, which is a spinoff of the Cosby Show. If you've ever watched it, um, they always reference that um, Cliff and Claire went to Hillman, and so the show starts with their daughter going to this fictional college and then like you know everything that happens there um but it just always looked it, it, it's a fun show it's my go-to like i've had a bad day or america's being super racist so i'm gonna watch this instead all right uh let's see i suppose that means we're back to me um man i i think my second show i'm gonna bump uh, way up into the 90s and go with Seinfeld. And I mean, okay, it's not that it's offering anything particularly like new or different, but I just, I, 
like I feel like Seinfeld would be the like one of the easiest shows for me to just kind of merge into that world and that existence because I don't know there are some days where I feel like I'm already living in I mean that's basically what that show is, is about is like real life so I kind of feel like I'm living it like there was a very and it also lets me tell the story of a very specific moment where something happened that basically sounded like a Seinfeld episode so there was this this time when I was like you know, I was getting, I got some Chinese chicken from my favorite uh, Chinese restaurant when I was in Oklahoma city and I'm sitting there, I'm eating it and the food goes down the wrong pipe and I start choking. And it was a bit of a problem because I was on my own at the time. I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do about this? Like, and I was like, like in my head, I was literally like, this is not like how I'm going to get. So I was like, this is it. This is how I die. I'm going to die choking on a piece of Chinese chicken. <laughs> and that's like the most Seinfeld moment. I feel like I've ever had, like somebody was like that, that sounds like an episode of Seinfeld. And I was just like, Nope, not going to happen. So I literally <laughs> had to give myself the Heimlich maneuver on the back of my sofa to get this, to get rid of this piece of chicken. And... It's not the Heimlich maneuver, um, because uh, the Heimlich family are trying to get royalties for using the phrase Heimlich maneuver. So okay, I did, uh... I did the pseudo Seinfeld <laughs> maneuver of not dying by Chinese chicken. That's that, that's what I did. In this week's um... episode of People Are Trash. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So Tyler, did it work? It did amazingly. <laughs> so I did not die. <laughs> Very great. Plot twist: Tyler's been a ghost this whole time. <laughs> I never saw that coming. You've been in a TV show this whole time. <laughs> you did not see that coming. <laughs> Touched by a ghost. <laughs> so true story. For the longest time, I in my head seinfeld and fraser were the same show like i think i was a teenager when i learned that they were in fact two different things yeah i never really got into either of those shows nick 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 i uh the only thing i can think of because i saw it earlier today is i always wanted to have the powers of static shock because lightning's really cool (laughs) pew pew and he got to meet batman and like tell all the teen titans to like Go fuck themselves because he's better than. The <laughs> <laughs> he's not wrong. I want to be on Titans. Oh, so edgy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they they put all of Static Shock up on um, HBO at the like the end of February. I'm almost actually I'm finished with season one. I'm halfway through season two now. Yeah, I will be revisiting that. Also. I just realized my third TV show I will have to go last for because it's the perfect segue. No, oh, well, okay. Tyler, Brandon, Jared. Tyler, Tyler went. It's Brandon's turn. Oh, Brandon. oh shit. Um, <laughs> I had one, and then uh, um, oh, uh, this is easy. Pokemon. I'll be in the world of Pokemon because <laughs> all I do is sit around and watch children's cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was going to say, Pokemon should probably come up at some point. We've talked about it enough. I think all of us would still totally go for that fantasy. Okay, so 
I looked it up. CSI Miami started in 2002, which means I can pick a show from the 2010s. <laughs> and I'm going to pick The Good Place. Ooh, I <laughs> nice. I mean, granted, it means I'm dead. But <laughs> that's a pretty sweet life. Even if it was supposed to be for torturing certain people. <laughs> but are you sure you'd go to the good place? Are you positive? It depends on which season I'm in. Like, I, yeah, I'm in the early season, <laughs> everyone's in the bad place. So, <laughs> spoilers, spoilers. I'll say it, don't spoil it. Nah. <laughs> Just go watch it. If you haven't seen it, you deserve to be spoiled. You should watch it. Plus, <laughs> plus Kristen Bell. So, plus Kristen Bell. Plus. <laughs> Uh, Chidi Anagonye. I mean, I wouldn't turn him down. <laughs> <laughs> it's the goodish place. What? Who cares? <laughs> I guess you know, Janet is an option too. Do what? I guess Janet is an option too because the stupid one. Got the <laughs> well, at least we'll know how I got there, and it will be choking to death on Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> there we go that's what we talk that's what we're talking about the rest of this episode is how we died and got to the good place all right evan round us out oh um my last one ugh. last one was a little bit i had so many honorable mentions like power rangers is in my unsol- uh, honorable mentions but i don't want to live in a world where aliens just pop out of nowhere and you know giant robots will step on your house <laughs> that's every time i watch like i'll watch an episode of power rangers on like netflix or something i'm like what is insurance like in this world <laughs> like how how do you cover alien attack on your insurance is that act of god or is that is that just a random incident like what's what's going on there um so mm-hmm. obviously i don't it's pay been a, a long time since i've seen power rangers do you ever see like a general population or is it everyone in that show just martial arts kung fu people you do but they're at least like in the in the old seasons like there were they made an effort to show like oh here are normal non-alien fighting people um but yeah like they weren't like you know well-developed characters or anything like I couldn't tell you what the like favorite food or anything is. Because <laughs> it just gets into that weird realm, like the the '90s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Like, where are they getting all of these kids that have had time to perfect like skating and martial arts at the same time? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. So my, I think my last show. <sighs> Is probably going to be, uh, nah, because I don't want to do a whole bunch of baking. I'm going to say my last show is um, Happy Endings from the early, mid to early 2000s. Um, Such a funny show. Still, like, incredibly angry that it never got, uh, one, that it got canceled as it was getting good, and then two, that it never got picked up in this, like, round of, like, reboots and things. because it was a great show. The cast has great chemistry. Like they've done a few like reunion. Like they did a COVID fundraiser um, like episode over Zoom. 
hilarious. Like they still have the same chemistry and it's been like five or six years since the show was canceled and they've worked together. Um, and plus like you know, it's having friends to do wacky hijinks with. What more can you ask for? Definitely. <laughs> Indeed. Well, huh. Oddly enough, uh, you know, my third show is also uh, happy endings. Uh, oh wait, to- totally different kind of show. Never mind. We're not. We're not. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, uh, but I, I would probably, you know, since since we have animation on the table, I'm actually going to go up with something, you know, lighthearted and fun for my third one. Uh, we're going to do uh, My Hero Academia. Um, I feel like. That's uh, a world where, you know, I just like the idea of everybody having their own unique power. Like, I don't honestly know exactly what mine would be, but I would like to find out. And it's kind of, it's just like, I feel like it's a, a light, like a lighter hearted version of like the X-Men or something like that, where powers are so ubiquitous that it doesn't really, there's no like stigma attached. Like you're not a mutant. It's just like, Oh, everybody's got a power. Like what's your crazy fun ability. Um, and that's a world I could get behind. seems legit. I'm really surprised you didn't say firefly. Oh, damn it. <laughs> it's firefly. <laughs> firefly. And, uh, yep. Too late. <laughs> and now I'm driving a, a spaceship. Yep. Mm, you can't take the sky from me. Oh God. <laughs> uh, okay. So I've, I've watched my hero academia, but it's been a minute. So does everyone have a quirk or can they develop no. one? It's no, nah, it's just, it's like a pretty significant portion of the population. Like it's kind of basically it's like, it's one of those things where like, if your parents have quirks, it's like pretty rare that you don't. So it's kind of, at least I think, I think that's how it works. So essentially there's, there's a very large percentage of the population that has quirks or has abilities. So like I said, it's, it's like super commonplace and it's kind of like, well, I don't know, maybe it's not like, you know, more than 50% of the population, but it's like probably, I don't know, feel like watching the show, it feels like probably 20% of the population or more has an, has a quirk. So um, it's kind of kind of like at least, you know, if you were the, you know what, damn it, it's my show. I'm going to be a protagonist. I'm going to have a quirk. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So Nick's going last, apparently. Yes. Uh, video game high school. Wow. I forgot ah. about that show. Yeah. Uh, the first season was really good. The second season was good. We don't talk about the third season. <laughs> Funny enough, you're not the first person I've heard say that. It got super dark for a really long time, and it it just wasn't... Yeah, no, we don't talk about it. <laughs> Which is weird for a show like Video Game High School. Like, how do you get dark like what what happened um somebody turned the gamma way down (laughs) so the the, the, okay so i'm trying to remember exactly but um in the show so in season to begin season three i don't remember exactly all the characters names but the 
the Ron Weasley of the show. So like the main, you know, like the the secondary main character, you know, the, the sidekick, sidekick, if you will. Yeah. Um, his dad dies. I think. Oh, that'll darken it up. And then, and so this this was a series, one of those one of those uh, series that it's like. 15 minute you know 10 15 minute episodes right like uh, yeah it originated online and you know it was like on you know they they just produced it online and were putting out like 10 15 minute episodes like like if you follow ruby or um what's another one that, uh red versus blue like some of the like they're like 10 minute episodes five minute episodes something like that they're, they're really short um you could watch them in like a like a two two and a half hour movie like all together but um that's like one whole season so there was i don't know it just felt like half the season or more you know you're just sitting there watching just nobody gets over like like they're mourning and like the plot is based around you know this the the you know, trying to make this um, the side character feel better or, you know, get him back to normal or something. And it's just like, I mean, what's the plot here? It's it's just dark. And, you know, if this is supposed to be a funny sort of action sort of filled TV show. And all of a sudden you're just like, no, nope, Freddie Wong just decided to go up, up and die. And we're just going to talk about it for six episodes. Like it was actual high school. Got it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So I have a show in the early 2000s and then the 2010s. Um, My first thought was SpongeBob, which came out in 99, but I'm not a strong swimmer. So I don't think that'd be very good for me. Well, (laughs) you know, one, you could have a, you know, infinite air suit like Sandy. Yeah. True. And then they just walk everywhere anyway. Yeah. And it always surprises me because like, it's like at the bottom of the ocean, it should be like really dark and creepy. So anyway, <laughs> and then well, that's, hit- that's, that's the, um, the, what's that? What's that? What's that called? Uh, the, um, the bikini atoll. Is that? No, 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 no. That's the nuclear test site. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's the uh, conspiracy that... theory behind that. Yeah. 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 Um, so you'd be radioactive. So maybe you'd be a good swimmer after that. <laughs> or um, in a good place. Um, is it called rock bottom? Um, oh, when... yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, so I'm not so picking SpongeBob. Oh, okay. All yeah. that build up. I know. Because then it hit me, I'm picking Golden Girls. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. Because if there's one thing I know about Jared, it's that he is both golden and a girl. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, that should be Tyler's last one because he likes the grannies. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound like, oh, oh, wait. Okay, gold. Okay, I see how it is. I see how it is. Isn't, isn't it the show? Isn't that the, yes. that was right? right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're okay. right. You're right. That's Golden Girls. B. Arthur and Betty White. Yeah. I feel yeah. like it's called Silver Girls, if that's the case. But okay. Wow. No, they are golden because they are for forever. Wow. They piss themselves a lot. Oh, oh wow. no. 
All right, Nick, what's your segue show? <laughs> Get us out of here before Brandon can make any more R. Kelly comments. <laughs> I'm, I'm too I'm too Malibu's in. Calm down. My, my final show and the perfect segue is Mystery Science Theater 3000. Uh, uh, in that world, since they don't have to show any of the process of making it, but it looks like you have the fastest wit imaginable to watch any movie and have a joke ready every 15 seconds. Well, you basically described what the rest of this podcast is going to be, right? So pretty much. There you go. (laughs) Speaking of which, what's a bad movie that you've seen? (laughs) <laughs> we're asking the audience at this point you know audience participants. have you seen a bad movie i don't know i don't know it's a bad movie give us one uh, <laughs> i mean we i feel like we alley but we didn't oop <laughs> i mean i don't know there's quite a bit of oop here i'm not sure about the alley <laughs> I haven't drank in a long time. Apparently, I'm a lightweight. <laughs> it's because you're old. All right. Well, I, you know, here, I can get us started with what is probably one of the best, worst movies of all time. Well, and I guess we should, we should start by uh, qualifying what we mean by a bad movie. Yeah, yeah is this okay, like that's a good one. just bad movie or like guilty pleasure bad movie? This so it's I mean, that's the exact terminology I was going to use. So I had basically I, you know, I knew knew what we were going to talk about here a little bit. And I kind of divided my list up into like so bad it's good and guilty pleasure, meaning that I think you can make an argument that it's it's unironically good, but just that a lot of people kind of, you know, shit on it a bit. So so my first question is you prepared for this podcast (laughs) i wrote wrote some names down there there are words on a page one but you actually did like research and like thought i I mean (laughs) we didn't even we didn't even talk about what we were doing until yesterday and you weren't even part of the conversation okay it's troll 2 i'm just moving on it's troll 2 that's the movie (laughs) um but yeah this i i don't know so this is definitely in the category of like so bad it's good and i mean bad like i i mean i'm sorry to everyone involved and in in fact there'll be a fun story with this but like but yeah it's bad and and i think a lot of people knew it was bad but it's just I mean, it's just atrocious on so many levels, and yet it's comedy gold. And so for that reason alone, um, one of my favorite, and I think very deserving the title, one of the the best worst movies ever. But it's just, I mean, it is bad. Like, you, you just Google the line, like, in fact, we should probably, you know, Brandon, I'm hoping you can work some editing magic and throw in the clip sometime of the like, oh, it's like, they're eating her. And then they're going to eat me. Oh my God. Like, okay. So yeah, definitely use the clip instead of me. But yeah, it's millions of views of like what is probably one of like, 
and I can't even articulate how bad that scene is because there's like there's like a fly moving around on the guy's forehead as he delivers the atrocious line that you just heard with about I mean about the delivery that I provided. Um, and that's just nonstop. That's the whole movie. Like it's it's like endless quotes that you can pull out of just like this hapless family that's dealing with these supernatural forces in this town. And I mean, it's ridiculous. The whole thing falls apart. But but um, but like I said, a funny story that I do have for this movie is that one of my good friends has a like she has this this troll two party like on an annual basis uh you know you keep saying troll two and i keep thinking of trolls me too i had to look it up (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's i mean it's distinct from trolls as in like the i don't know if it's hasbro or mattel or whatever please don't sue me uh the like the toy line but Uh, troll troll trolls is uh pixar Oh, okay. No, well, no, I mean, no, they did. What? No, DreamWorks. Uh, well, they did the animated movie, but like the original line of toys that it's based on is like from the 80s or 90s or something, right? Like those trolls toys with the crazy hair. Yeah. Like, anyway, not that. It's not that. It's it's much worse than that. For the love of God, it's worse than that. But anyway, <laughs> my friend has this annual Troll 2 party. To the extent that she held it like eight or eight or nine years or something running, and she actually got in contact with one of the members of the cast from the movie. It's the it's the if so for those of you, I mean, God help you, those of you who watch the movie, it's it's the father of the family in the movie. The guy, like he's got this like his famous. I mean, this will show you something about the movie, but his famous most famous quote from the movie is, "You can't piss on hospitality." and and literally like she like this guy called my friend while we were there at the watch party so we're literally on the phone with this actor from the movie and he's just like you know he's just talking about like he's such a nice guy like i think he's like a dentist or something now like he totally moved on from acting like you know, it was just for him, it was just kind of this this fun thing that he did, like a memory that he looks back on fondly of being part of this like terrible movie. But he's talking to us. And he's a really cool guy. Ended the conversation with his famous you can't piss on hospitality line. And anyways, it was it was like magical. And like the movie was hilarious, terrible. Watch it, laugh at it uh, and enjoy the fact that, you know, some of the actors were actually pretty cool people. So. So that's one of my top ones. <laughs> um, so I think my favorite one to talk about, and this one is just because it's objectively bad. And Nick's going to say, no, it's not. And I'm, but <laughs> uh, Rubber. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it like the whole time you just sit there with your mouth open. You're like, What? <laughs> That's the psychic tire, right? Yep. Oh god. Yep. Um you kind of get it at the end, I guess. You get it at the very beginning when they look directly into the camera and tell you no reason and oh. here's the movie. 
That too. See, I told you Nick was going to have something to say about it. It's bad. Watch it when you're drunk. That's what we... So, on a scale of, of one to under a substance, what would you have to be under to watch this movie? LSD. That's our scale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I mean... Uh. Yeah, I was. I don't know. I mean, I was. Pre- I was totally wasted when I watched Mandy, a Nick Nick Cage movie. It's in in my oh, Cage collection that will be coming out. <laughs> oh man, I that was that was a bad trip, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will tell you that um, Sharknado definitely fills my nostrils with cocaine. Oh, <laughs> Like, I love watching Sharknado and just pointing out, like, especially if you're drunk, watching uh, or, you know, pointing out all of the, like, physics flaws. Like, everything, like, that can't happen. Clearly, that's the, the water is not high enough for, you know, you to be driving in water and have a shark come up from under your car big enough to eat you. That's not that's not how any of this works. <laughs> it's the Sharknado, dang it. So is that qualified then as a guilty pleasure movie then, Brandon? <laughs> um, I, I sure. I don't feel guilty watching it, but it is pleasurable. I don't know. I, I so here's like the cutoff I would use is like, is it the kind of movie like would you watch it like? And uh, like again, unironically, think that it is good. Like, does it have redeeming value? outside of the fact that you think it's hilarious and bad if if not then i would say it's like it's it's in that category like it's bad but it's good because it's bad like it's so bad it's good well i mean they made what four of them oh uh, i think they've made more than four oh, have God. they well i've got but some like, watching to do i guess the, the thing is is that sharknado was supposed to be a scary movie it was it was supposed to be a, a horror. Okay, horror. so no, no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Okay, well, Nick, well, Nick knows everything. <laughs> uh, they've made six Sharknado films. Last one came out in 2018. I'm going to read the titles of them because the titles are amazing. <laughs> okay, so you have Sharknado, you have Sharknado, Heart of Sharkness. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's. Wait, I don't even know. What? Actually, that's a mockumentary. Just kidding. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't see that. Sharknado. Sharknado 2, the second one. Sharknado 3, oh hell no. Sharknado 4, <laughs> The Fourth Awakens. Oh my God. Sharknado 5, Global Swarming. And then the last one is The Last Sharknado, It's About Time. (laughs) Okay, I just want to read this because Wikipedia is the source of all information. All I did was type in Sharknado in Google, Nick. Sharknado is a series of American disaster horror comedy science fiction films. All you need to know is it's made... It has the word horror in it. It, Suck my dick, Nick. It's not a horror (laughs) film. It is... All you need to know is it, it is made by Asylum. <laughs> they don't do horror movies. They do these sci-fi movies with like less than paper-thin budgets. And every once in a while, one gets a lot of attention. <laughs> yeah, apparently what there were... So what was it? Five or six movies? I can't count. That's... I mean, honestly, that's impressive. The... 
The estimated budget for Sharknado was $1 million. <laughs> return on investment. That's the, that's the horror part of it, is that you wish you'd gotten in on that, that sweet, sweet Sharknado money. <laughs> oh, Sharknado. Um, honorable mentions to... Um... Avatar The Last Airbender and now um, Artemis Fowl. Artemis Fowl. <laughs> that was pretty bad. That was pretty painful. <laughs> that but, be, but here's the thing. Are those so bad they're good or are they just bad? Because I kind of feel bad. like they're bad. The, no, those the are, Avatar those one bad. Is, is bad. It's just bad. Yeah. I thought that like when, at standalone, I didn't think that the Artemis Fowl movie was bad. Like, no, it, it's it, it is pretty bad. I, mean, <laughs> I thought it was like if, if if it was on TV and there was nothing else to do, like I would I would watch it again. I guess call that a guilty pleasure movie for me then. Okay, yeah, that, that would be Brandon's guilty pleasure. It's a I so in terms of a movie adaptation, like a, or a book adaptation, film, or however you want to string those words together for it to make sense. Sure. <laughs> It's, it's an horrible. adaptation book film movie. <laughs> <laughs> that. Yeah, that. So, no, but like, that. it's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. It doesn't do anything, any justice. It does, like, literally everything <laughs> wrong. It, like, actively harms the source material. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, uh, Commander Root's a dude? Well, let's just get that wrong. <laughs> I mean, if you've got the budget for Dame Judy Dench, sure, do a gender swap. Yeah, that's a fair point. Worst so, decisions uh, have been made. Have you ever watched a movie that's pretty bad, but there's one movie, one moment in the movie that redeems oh. it? Oh man, that's a good question. Because so there's this werewolf movie from early ish two thousands, maybe mid Twilight. No. <laughs> <laughs> no not that oh wait. Uh, it, it's called cursed and yes and it has like a surprising cast to it uh there's a lot of people that you would you would probably recognize like uh it has Zack snyder's lux luther it has nick offerman as a really small role it has ellen's wife in it uh Porsche. Wait. I was yes, uh, from Arrested Development fame, and then uh, and Christina Ricci, Eisenberg. Yeah, it's it's a surprising cast. It's from nearly twenty years ago now, but it's a pretty boring movie until the end when they figure out who the werewolf is. And all the cops show up, and uh, the entire movie's a bait and switch. She finally figures it out and goes, "Yeah, you can tell who it is because of her bony, scrawny ass." And this werewolf jumps out of nowhere and just gives the audience the middle finger and gets shot to death. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a minute since I've seen that one, but yes, that is it. And I saw on like the Sci-Fi Channel way back when and it was just bafflingly slow 
but that ending is like I'm on board with this movie all the way now. I take back everything I said over the last hour. Yeah, and I think that it was kind of a twist at the end. Like they actually kind of pulled it off. Like I didn't see it coming. I mean, I don't remember much of the movie other than like they're just like, "Hey, this person's probably the werewolf," and they're like, "Nah, we fooled you." But they don't give you any clues. They just like keep pointing the camera to. Doesn't this guy look really shady? <laughs> oh, we played ominous music. It's got to be him, right? So can I do two movies? Um, no. What do you <laughs> think this is a podcast? So to follow up on Nick's um, theme of it's bad, but it has redeeming scenes. Um, can we do uh, the rise of Skywalker? <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> what scene redeems it is what I want to know. Yeah, that's the, that's the real question. The ending. Does it stop? <laughs> anyway, Adam Driver no. carrying the entire series on his back. <laughs> um, no, the 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 well, not the fight between Ray and Palpatine, but like that moment when oh, it's been out long enough, we can spoil it. That moment, like when she's you know like defeated basically, and all the past Jedi start talking to her. That part is legit. I love that. Anyway, I just wanted to throw out a bad hot take. Anyway, um, so a movie that it's not as bad as some of the movies you guys have mentioned, but it's definitely one of those. It's not amazing, but I loved it at growing up, and I will stand for it for the rest of my life, is Dunstan Checks In. Oh, my God. Anyone ring a bell? No. Nope. Yes. <laughs> It's wow. Bas- it's basically like these they're at a hotel. Um, this employee is preparing for a blind like reviewer and he's got two kids and apparently there is a oh yeah, a thief who <laughs> is also staying at the hotel and he his sidekick partner is an orangutan <laughs> and um, the orangutan wants to get out of the thieving life, and so it goes on hijinks with the employee, the hotel employees' kids, and it's really stupid. And but it's amazing. Yeah, it's really stupid, like, but you should watch it. Yes, this was this was like peak um, kids working with animals in the '90s movies. Yes. So I'm just assuming because there were a ton of kid with chimp or some kind of primate like as long as it's not bigger than the kid that's really the only cutoff <laughs> but i'm assuming whoever trained all of them just died in like 95 and i was like well there goes the one chimp trainer in the, in the world that was it <laughs> yeah well um and it kind of became like cliche like you couldn't get any adult actors to do it they're like oh if you want to you want to know if your career's dead if you get offered a movie with a kid and an animal, there's your sign. Yeah, because the the hotel employee is Jason Alexander from mm. Seinfeld. So, huh. yeah. Uh, Nick, I will. I, I thought of a uh, an answer to your question as well. Um, has anybody heard of or seen How to Rob a Bank? No. 
fantastic. Um, so it's supposed to be a com. I think I'm pretty sure it's like a comedy action kind of movie. Um, Are you sure it's and- not a horror film? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and a guy who is having a really bad day, um, and you know, he goes, so, well, he goes into a, he go, he walks up to an ATM to get money out. He needs like $20 and all he's got left is like, tw- he has $22 to his name or some or to his account. And in order for him to take money out, of this ATM, it's going to charge him three dollars. The, the 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 number does. I don't quote me on these numbers. I'm just giving you the basic premise. Three fifty. And <laughs> so, if it costs him three dollars, he doesn't have enough money in his account to withdraw it. So, because he only has nineteen dollars, and he you know you have to like draw twenties out of an ATM. So like, he's really upset by this walks into the bank and you know to to complain that he needs his you know he wants his money and you know that that, that ATMs are are dumb and you know these service fees are just absurd and isn't paying attention to anything around him walks in on a bank robbery and um basically ends up getting locked in the safe with one of the bank robbers and the whole movie basically takes place in the in in the the safe in the vault, and there's not really a whole lot of action. There's not a, really a whole lot going on. Um, these two sort of end up, um, you know, forming some sort of connection of some sort, and they end up plotting with the person that hired them. And there's like. it's sort of a nothing movie. Like it's not bad, but it's not good. Right. Like it's just, it just, it just is. That's about 80% of the Nick cage movies that I've been watching. (laughs) Except for one scene, um, where, uh, they have kind of like, um, like soliloquies sort of not like the old, like black and white where everything like, like time stops. And then you zoom in on one person and they start talking, to like to the audience and then they turn back but it's pretty close they um you know but they 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 do stuff similar to that and one of the times is they talk about this thing called an exploding noema Uh and i think that it's pretty much made for the movie i've done some looking into this and the only time it's ever referenced or explained is in conjunction with this movie. But um, an example of, of an exploding Noema um, is uh, um, have you, when, when you were growing up, I don't know if they still have it cause I don't drink Kool-Aid anymore. Um, <laughs> but they used to have clear Kool-Aid. Ugh. Like it would be, you know, the, you know, you know, you put sugar and you put this powder in and then you mix it up with a whole bunch of water and, you know, it'd be fruity flavors, right? It's Kool-Aid. Well, there, there was a really cool one that was pretty much clear. And so it was like, you know, a a white powder that, that dissolved, um, with the sugar in the water. And so, 
you know, I mean, all of it's clear. It's just they added food coloring to the other stuff. I mean, you know, so I don't know why, but the food, I feel like the coloration is important to the, the illusion that you're not just drinking pure sugar water. Like, (laughs) I mean, so, um, but I digress. Um, well, picture this. So that exact thing happens. Say you, you walk up to the dinner table and you sit down and, you know, someone has been nice enough to pour you a glass of water because you look in it and you see it's clear. Maybe it's even in a colored plastic cup. So you or 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 a, or, a, you know, or a non clear or transparent cup. And so you just assume it's water and you drink it. And you're like, holy shit, this is not water. This is disgusting. <laughs> and then and then whoever poured it for you, oh, it's Kool-Aid. And you go, oh, that's actually an edible, you know, liquid. Okay, I'll drink it again. This tastes really good. <laughs> that is an example of exploding Noema. Um, I looked it up just real quick. And oh, that's, that's um, far out, man. It's a theory of psychoanalysis that describes the exact startling moment when the brain cannot reconcile the difference between what should be and what actually is. I've actually had that happen to me before where in the morning I will be looking at the apple juice in the fridge as I poured a glass of water and then I drink (laughs) the water and I'm just like, this Uh is disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm like, Oh wait, it's water. You dumbass and then i drank it and i'm like oh it's fine <laughs> mm-hmm. huh. brain is weird <laughs> that's yes. the takeaway it's called exploding noema n-o-e-m-a and that's the only part of the movie that that really that, that i mean because i enjoy explaining th- that concept to people so you know it's worth it i, it's, I, I own it Oh, yeah, worth it. I mean, yep, that justifies the existence of a movie, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so one we one we haven't talked about yet, I think it's this is valid, not only because, you know, it's universally hailed as not a great movie, but also even the people that made it <laughs> criticize it. The Green Lantern movie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. With uh, Ryan Reynolds? Yep. I actually yeah. haven't seen it. It's it's got some good parts, but overall, it's just the the suit looks bad. Like I think when they first announced that the suit was going to be completely CGI'd or that mm-hmm. that fact just came out, I I vividly remember thinking, "Oh, this is not gonna be good." Yeah, and it, it's not like how Marvel does it, where they still have like a physical suit and they just you know CGI certain elements on. Mm-hmm. The suit is completely one hundred percent computer generated, and it looks so bad. Yeah, there's a better Green Lantern movie in one of the scenes of Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> and that lantern is entirely CGI'd. So, so my thing about why the Green Lantern movie is bad is because you have what it's like a 90 minute movie right 60 I mean I don't even like 75 minutes are well I quit I don't really this is hard I don't really want to be the Green Lantern and then it's like oh okay well I guess maybe I'll try a little bit oh well wait no no I don't wait maybe I should no 
no, I really don't want to because I'm lazy. Oh, well, then this other character tells me that I should. So maybe that I should. And then like the last like 10 or 15 minutes is like, oh, I just have complete control for no reason over my powers now. And I'll just I'll just go kick ass like, you know, movie over. Like, I just I I know that like and I understand like the the Green Lantern, like green is all about like willpower, right? Like, yep. yes. So I get like the, you know, the the struggle behind you know, him being able to understand his powers and like be able to use them. And, you know, all this stuff is behind him actually having to basically go through a like character development, but, you know, having 75 minutes of character, character development that goes back and forth and 15 minutes of just, Oh yeah, we just skipped ahead, you know, you, you, you skip the cutscene and now you're like, wait, when did this happen? <laughs> That's what got it for me. Like, I will watch any Ryan Reynolds movie because Ryan Reynolds is hot. But like, <laughs> th- that was just. Uh, eh. <laughs> yeah. um, and while we're while we're talking about DC movies, I think we also have to talk about Suicide Squad. And the hot mess that that was. See, that's one where, like, there's redeeming qualities of there it. Are, there are. It has. I mean, it has a lot of redeeming moments. It's I like mean, it has the, Margot Robbie, so exactly. redeeming quality. <laughs> it's I... like movies where, like, the whole thing's a shit show, but it gave us like a character who like embodies their character really well, or an actor that embodies their character really well. I actually think it's a fair point. I I do I do like some of the things that they they did with the character for sure. Yeah. I hated all of the Harley and Joker stuff, and when oh. they cut more Joker stuff back in, I was like, "Why are we doing this?" I don't care about the Joker stuff. I just liked her as Harley. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was excited about like Harley Quinn being in the movie, but once they started saying, "Oh, Joker's gonna pop up too," I was like, "Yeah, no, I hate it now. Don't yeah. want it." Does anyone watch um, Birds of Prey? I did. I like that movie. Yeah, I liked Birds of Prey more than Suicide Squad, although still not, not, I mean, not amazing. But yeah, I liked it more than Suicide Squad. I've yet to watch that, but that's what I was kind of hoping for, is that put Harley in a different situation and it would be better. Yeah. Yeah, Birds of Prey was the last movie I saw before the world turned upside down. <laughs> the world turned upside <laughs> down. I specifically said um, that just for Jared. <laughs> uh, so, so here's a, another story um, about a lady. Um, she was living with her three kids. I don't, anyways, so um, I um, was in high school. And, you know, all of a sudden, all the kids were quoting a movie. (laughs) I think I know what movie this is, but continue. And I didn't understand any of the references. You know, and I would talk to them and ask them, you know, hey, what, what, what are you, what is that from? And one day I come home and I, you know, I don't know, maybe I'm sitting with dinner with my family and. I told my dad, you know, 
hey, so, I mean, there's this movie that, like, all of my friends are quoting. They keep telling me to watch it. And my dad goes, that's a coincidence because people are doing that at work. And they tell me that I need to watch it. And so we rent it. And we sit down and we watch this movie together. And neither one of us laughed at all. Not like at not a single laugh, I think, comes out of either one of our mouths for the whole duration of this movie. Oh, I, I think I know what it is. We look at each other and go, you know, basically at the end of this movie, we go, what in the ever living fuck did we just watch? <laughs> like that was just a complete waste of time. There was nothing funny about it. There was no redeeming qualities in it at all. The only good thing is that now I understand and can also reference these jokes. Oh, when other people, <laughs> you know, when other people talk about this, <laughs> and um, I don't know if any. I mean, it was Napoleon Dynamite. Yep. yep. <laughs> yep. I, that was what, uh, yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, <laughs> Shoot. I guess I guess chalk throw that into my guilty pleasures. Uh, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, okay. Tina, you fat lark. Yeah, I mean, I, well, like, and I asked people the next day, oh, like, no. I, I talked to them and I said, "Why did what did you like about that movie?" And they're like, "It's just so quotable. Yeah, it's just it's it fun is, to yeah. quote." Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Back oh, in the day yeah. when quoting comedies would be your inside jokes. Right? <laughs> Have any of you been brave enough to go back <laughs> and watch Airbud? No, not oh. recently. I guess I haven't. I'm also pretty sure that there is a such thing as a lich in this world, and its phylactery is that series. because it does not die (laughs) they are still making air bud movies i thought you know i thought i had seen some more recent that dog has to be dead by now (laughs) i don't even think they i don't even think that they refer to it as the same dog i'm pretty sure it's just like they're not sequels they're just dogs that do stuff (laughs) If I want to watch a dog do stuff, I'm going to watch Wishbone. Right? Uh, I don't think I know that one. It was a oh, PBS yeah. series. Yeah. Oh, you don't yeah. want to watch Marley and Me? No. no. I... Okay, so legitimately, I read the book. I never watched the movie. I assume it's just as like soul-crushing and heart-rending as, as the book, so... No thanks. <laughs> but with Owen Wilson's nose. <laughs> oh. You know, I was I couldn't remember so. um who the actors were and I was just thinking for some reason I was thinking of Mike uh Matthew McConaughey. Uh but when you said <laughs> Owen Wilson, I'm like, yeah, absolutely that was Owen Wilson. Yeah. So I uh I had a thought because the line from Airbud is like there's nothing in the rules that say a dog can't play. <laughs> and the thought occurred to me 
there absolutely would be something in those rules <laughs> oh, yeah. about what would be a player. And there are the original 13 rules of basketball. But do they say a dog can't be in it? <laughs> they, they don't define a player as such. I'm sure updates have have rectified that, but it does have here as rule 10 that the umpire shall all be the judge of the men and shall note the fouls and notify the referee when the consecutive fouls have been made. So, so women's basketball out. Got it. Okay. So, so it just has to be a male dog. No, if the umpire has to specifically let the dog play. So this person was just like this, this other coach is a dick. This dog can play for this team. <laughs> And the rules do technically state things about you have to use your hands and not other parts of your body. So I do believe every shot by Airbud is a foul. <laughs> the forfeit all those wins. Right. <clears throat> State championship. <laughs> so really he should have been playing soccer all along, is what you're saying. He does, doesn't he? Oh uh, yeah. He does in a later movie after Airbud three probably. Here's here's a question. Is Luck of the Irish a bad movie? Probably. Mm, I've seen would it. Would you consider it a bad ago. movie? I wouldn't. It's not it's not one of Disney Channel's better original movies, but it's not bad. It, it it's kind of it's one of those movies like like so many of these others like it exists. It's part of our like collective consciousness. But <laughs> I, I don't know that I would say it's like it's not so bad. It's good. Or, yeah, I wouldn't say it's bad, necessarily. It fulfills a very specific role in society. <laughs> Which is what? <laughs> it's part of our, our... To formulate, like, 80% of our childhood memories, okay? <laughs> it was a movie that they played every other weekend during the summer for yeah. whatever year it came out. Yeah, that and that in the thirteenth year, which is one of the better Disney Channel original movies, and we can fight about that on another episode. I um, I like to claim a uh, Smart House as one of the better ones. Smart House was also a really good. I movie. was gonna say, I feel like we could do an entire episode on Disney Channel original movies. So, uh, sure. yep. that might be have to be the debut of my wife on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Would she even want to? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, that's irrelevant, Brandon. She's coming on. <laughs> I, I did tell her that what um, we were talking about today, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, I'd be so good at this one because she loves cheesy action movies, and which could probably guilty pleasure." So, like Olympus Has Fallen, um, San Andreas, like all of those Pacific like, Rim. Oh. I haven't got her to watch that yet. And How is that cheesy? How is that cheesy? I know everything about Pacific Rim is cheesy. Oh, yeah. Pacific Rim is absolutely my guilty pleasure. Where like I will unironically fight you that that yes. movie is fantastic, and yet people shit on it all the time. And I'm like, Tyler, I'm in you your boat. I think it's a good movie. It. I think it's a, yeah. a well done I think, movie. Yeah. I it's Guillermo del Toro. Man has not made a bad movie. Ever, in my opinion, and uh, <laughs> I'm like, hey, 
I didn't realize that people didn't like Pacific Rim. They made a second one. And there's an animated TV show on Netflix. I, so I will admit, I Pacific Rim 2 I have not seen. And I have not watched the animated series, which I did just see that the animated series like just came out. And and my reasoning behind it is I feel like they lost the spirit of like I feel like it confirms both in the second movie and the animated show. It looks like kind of what everybody thinks the first Pacific Rim is, but it's not. It's good. Like <laughs> it's hard to explain. Like the first Pacific Rim is like legitimately good film. It's like it's it's a, a love letter to traditional like giant kaiju monster films of bygone eras and like it's just it's uh and like and and like it has like this certain like it captures the heart and essence of like anime series as well and i uh, i love it it's good i've almost convinced (laughs) i've almost convinced my wife to watch it when i told her that idris elba's in it and she was like oh so it is a little more like serious than just like a b action yeah it's pretty good (laughs) it's so hard to explain in that it is exactly that it is just you know it's an action movie and it is a monster movie and it's like but it's so good at what it does and that is yeah anyway i can do a whole episode on that (laughs) your wife's a, a marvel fan too right yes here's your inroad for pacific rim you have to watch the first two Blade movies. <laughs> the second Blade movie is also directed by Guillermo del Toro. Oh, yeah. And then you can transition into Pacific Rim. Yeah. Yeah, probably just start with Pacific Rim. <laughs> <laughs> Why? She likes cheesy action movies already. It's established. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I do. I do. Hey, I, I like Blade. Don't get me wrong. I was gonna say I don't know if we can call Blade cheesy because it's. Uh, I mean, he literally says the line: "Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill." (laughs) That's a good line. (laughs) That is a great line. Yes, but it is a cheesy action line. It is. Is it cheesy or is it funny? It can be both. It can be both. Yeah. (laughs) You know what movie that reminded me of? What? Another person, actor who likes to say motherfucker all the time. Um, Samuel Jackson oh, no. and Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> Samuel Jackson. Another movie that like nobody probably remembers the plot. Just what was The plot said. is literally there are too many snakes on this motherfucking plane. Okay, so I will I will <laughs> never forget my favorite thing about that is not even just the original like line, the original movie, but is like the TV edit where he says like <laughs> that is it. I have had it with these like I, I don't know what the first one is. It's a, these Monday to Friday on this Monday to Friday plane. <laughs> it's I've had it with these monkey biting snakes yep. on this Monday to Friday plane. <laughs> yep, brilliant. That's yep. TV editing at its finest. It, they didn't redo the scene. They just. Oh, like uh, dubbed over it. Yeah, no, they that that was complete. Yeah, just they didn't and they didn't even cut to another shot where it's like behind <laughs> him, so you can maybe yeah. think that he's saying these words. Mm-hmm. It's clearly his words saying different things <laughs> than what you're hearing. It's kind of like the, the well, this is a Japanese film. 
It's kind of like so the there, line from the faculty where they say like, they're like, clearly there's somebody screaming the F word, but instead they just dub over it with Fooey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember that. So I guess a movie that I would probably fight somebody over is uh, Kung Pao. Oh, yes, dude. I've never seen that one. So good. The movie is purposefully dubbed badly to the point where the joke is no, at no point should the lip movement ever match up with what's being said. (laughs) Even do it to a dog barking. So this dog is clearly barking and they have one bark for it. (laughs) 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 And the entire movie is like four people that just have inserted themselves into a really cheap, unknown Hong Kong Kung Fu movie that they just, movie and it is. Okay. Beyond so, dumb. so speaking of Kung Fu movies or movies that involve martial arts, does anyone remember a movie? It came out in '97 called Warriors of Virtue, where the kid like ends up in some other world with like martial arts kangaroos. What? <laughs> did you no just make that up? Don't you no, mean I, I, promise, I did not make this up. It's called Warriors of Virtue. You can Google it. This kid is like, oh my god, it's been. Oh, it's been like 20 years since I've seen this. This kid is like running away from some bullies in the sewer or something. And falls down in like a, I don't know, which just like a, it's like a, a, a spot where like multiple, you know, drains empty out. He just falls into this water and instead of drowning and dying, he gets transported to this other, like this mythical land. And there are like these four or no, five kangaroos that know martial arts and can harness the fundamental elements to fight evil. You know, I, I don't think I saw that, but I think I did see, catch the sequel, uh, Kangaroo NATO. Um, yep. That was, uh... Oh, and this is live action. This isn't animated. It's a live action movie. Huh. Oh, wow. Um, it, it's like peak 90s, like we're riding the Power Rangers craze, kids doing martial arts and all that. Okay. What country um, was this made in? It's it's made in America. Like I I remember I've rented it from Blockbuster multiple times when I was younger. It, a Hong Kong filmmaker by the name of Ronnie Yu in his American English language directorial directorial debut. <laughs> yep. Um. Okay. So this is the last one we're gonna have time for, and then I've got a fun little outro, um, planned. Um. Uh, another bad movie with uh, redeeming qualities for Tyler. Uh, Has anybody seen or heard of uh, Sex Drive? Is that that part of the driving movies uh, like Eurotrip? And uh, there was a series of them in like the early 2000s when things were weird because there was the 90s and it had a very set idea of what the 90s was 
and then the 2000s happened and like we don't know what to do all the good music's gone we gotta start over um yeah i'm not really sure about any of that but um <laughs> so, uh, so wait, 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 i'm pretty wait, sure the movie trip i can relate to this uh I'm yes. pretty sure the movie is all about um okay so i will i will uh, somebody explain what being catfished means because i'm really not 100 sure on this phrase Someone pretends to um, be someone else over online, like a dating situation, and then they're not the person they say they are. Okay, so basically this guy gets catfished um, by an attractive woman that I'm pretty sure what it is is she's just trying to steal his car. Like he says he has a really nice car and he drives like he goes on a road trip with one of his friends to meet this lady and she just try, basically tries to steal his car. And I, I, it, I watched it in college. My, my, my roommate was watching it. Uh, my freshman roommate, um, Evan, if you remember, uh, him, um, oh, yeah. but, uh, he had a really interesting taste in movies and we happened to be watching the uncut version. The movie itself was just, I mean, it, it was whatever, you just a, you know, whatever. Um, but the redeeming qualities is because basically they took this movie and <laughs> like, there's nothing good about the movie. It's just like, right. Like it's just a nothing movie, right? There's nothing worth mentioning about it. Brandon. So what? I just looked up the movie <laughs> and, and I'll, I'll tell you from the image, the red lettering tells me everything I need to know about this movie because that red lettering is the same as meet the Spartans uh, disaster movie. It is, (laughs) it is a, a parody of like a Euro trip and those college sex drive movies. Okay. Well, the movie itself, the uncut version, I mean, I guess that, I guess that makes more, more sense. But the uncut version, literally just they insert naked women all over the place. And it's I mean, it's not even like part of the plot. Like, I'm not (laughs) kidding. There's like a scene going on. And then just in the background, there'll just be like two naked women just like hanging out. Okay, like, okay, think about like watching um, like a sports show or like just TV in general. And they have like this pop-up in front and there's like a couple of, of avatars that'll like maybe do something to like promote, like it's a little ad, right? Little, little ad at the bottom. They literally had like a, a naked woman just walk across the screen like that. Like clearly not a part of the movie, but it's in the, in the foreground and like nothing is censored. It's just, it's all there. Like, <laughs> Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. What, what's the connection to me now? <laughs> Man, what do you know about Tyler? We just, is there a I mean, granny? Don't get me wrong. I mean, uh, okay. is there a granny scene? Please, no, God, just... no. <laughs> I thought we agreed to never reveal Tyler's one and only acting credit. <laughs> <laughs> You got me. It was that movie. (laughs) Okay, so I think that's all we have time for. Yeah, we have to talk about 
<laughs> we didn't talk about Porky's. The what? We didn't talk about Porky's. That's a good movie. It is. It's a. It's a good movie. It's a bad movie, but it's a good movie. <laughs> okay, fair enough. That's 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 my guilty pleasure movie is Porky's. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's definitely yeah. That's the category. But we and before you get to the outro, I feel like we have to at least mention the word Wicker Man. Like I feel like it speaks for itself. <laughs> but maybe we can go more into it if we talk about your Nick Cage collection, yep. Tyler. I mean, it's it's built into the rating system, my man. The good, the bad, and the bees. Oh, so. uh, Nick Cage confirmed for small consolation. Yep. Stay tuned. <laughs> he will day. return at Avengers Age of Tyler's movie collection. <laughs> Okay, so for our outro, um, anyways, oh, um, Jared, uh, socials. Uh, Facebook, Small Constellation Podcast, Twitter, at Small Con Pod, YouTube, Small Constellation Gaming. Bow, 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 bow. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. All right, okay, so for our outro, um, we're just going to do a ra- little rapid-fire game. Um, so name a movie adaptation of a tv show that you liked like the rugrats movie or the all grown-up movie or wild thornberries um the wild thornberries movie wasn't too bad the first spongebob movie which uh the goofy goober one yeah where he's driving in the patty mobile and david hasselhoff is in it <laughs> i'm a goofy yeah. goober Actually, those yeah, that's a good example. Like I, I, I like the SpongeBob movies. What about Tyler's Serenity? Yeah, no, that that. Thank you. I was really struggling, <laughs> but that is a very good film. Yep, yeah, taking a TV series and tying it off with a film—that's one of the best examples I can think of, honestly. Except for he kills off the most interesting character <laughs> in the whole show. Yes, you're not wrong. But what about those ones, the, the the movies that are are not canon, like all the Pokemon movies and the, um, oh yeah, that's right. Um, oh my god, I just had it. Um, like those are like eh. All of the movies, Dragon Ball, yeah, Dragon movies. Ball. None of them are yeah. canon. No, all of the Dragon Ball Super movies are canon. Oh, the Super movies. Not, yes, mm. but any Dragon Ball Z movie is not canon. Right. Um, did any of you ever watch Static Cling, the the Rocco's Modern Life movie? <laughs> Wait, what? oh yeah, I've kind of forgot about that one. It's it's good. I liked it. Yeah, it's a a long, just a longer episode. It was pretty good. And it's very like, oh, this is a. Uh, it's very observational of of the twenty. Well, I guess this was still in the twenty tens, but it's it's pretty accurate. <laughs> The uh, Invader Zim reboot movie was pretty good, too. I missed that one. It's on Netflix. You might have to search for it. Okay. Okay, so what's the outro? Like, I, I'm, just, I'm just not I'm not seeing where we're going with it. This was just going to be the... While the song was playing. Uh... Just, just a rapid fire talking about... Got you. Just movies or movie adaptations of tv shows we liked technically um the mission impossible series is based on a tv show Ooh, that's a good point point. and since we just 
binged all of those, then I'm very familiar with them. <laughs> Remember when they tried to make the cast from Friends into movie stars? <laughs> and and uh, the cocaine addict did a movie with Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know their names. I don't watch them. The sad thing is, like, I could see any of them being the cocaine addict. Me! <laughs> you know, I actually thought about saying friends as one of the places, one of the things that I'd like to, to the universes I'd like to live in. Because I think it'd be really cool to be living right next to and with a bunch of friends, you know, a bunch of my friends, you know? But are we going to splash around in a fountain and laugh and giggle? Only if we're naked. Or being able to afford a giant ass apartment in New York City. I mean, yeah, because we were all, all splitting it. Yeah, none of us have jobs. Oh god. Um, no, uh, the Hey Arnold, the Jungle movie, excellent. Will not hear any slander about that movie because it was good. I just recently watched that. It's on Netflix. I liked it. Okay, I'm gonna stop recording now.